Welcome to Third Eyesight. I'm your host, Juan Francisco, and I'm a spiritual intuitive who practices tarot card reading and mediumship. I've always been super curious about the supernatural and paranormal, and I'm here to share my stories and interview folks who want to share their own stories. Let's get to it. Happy episode day. I know that's really cheesy, but I feel like if I say happy Monday, which is when the episode usually goes up, someone may not be listening to this on a Monday, so I'd rather just say happy episode day. So happy episode day. I am going to talk today about self-esteem and confidence, which is something that I struggle with as I develop and put myself out there as an intuitive worker, tarot card reader, and medium. So ah, let's get a little real. A little bit of a background. If you're listening to this for the first time ever, I started developing my mediumship abilities in October 2021, which is I'm coming up to my one-year anniversary of that, so to speak. And I joined a mediumship circle and very quickly realized there's something going on here. I can actually channel the souls of someone's departed loved ones. And I thought, well, what do I do with this? So I just keep practicing it in spirit circle. Do I do something with it? Do I become like a medium out in the psychic market? Uh, Like, what do I do? Do I commercialize it? Do I post about it? I don't know what to do. And I think that starting this podcast, Third Eyesight, was a way of, uh, number one, coping with that uncertainty of what do I do with this? I want to share how amazing this experience is and let other people know this is possible and that the supernatural, that that stuff is real and it happens, number one. <laughs> oh, that's a big number one. All that it packed into number one. And number two, I want people to get comfortable or feel empowered to feel comfortable talking about these things, that they do happen, that they're possible. So fast forward now, uh, that was October 2021 when I started the podcast, when I started developing my mediumship. Maybe it was September when I started developing my mediumship. Today, now it is August 2022, and I, by this point, have put myself out there as a tarot card reader for people to book appointments with and to pay for, and that's something I felt more confident in doing, putting myself out there for tarot card readings, uh, because I had been practicing tarot cards before I even realized I could be a medium. So... That was difficult to put myself out there as a tarot card reader. Like, should I be making money off of this? I don't know. What if I don't get things right? And then I did it, and it was fine. And then over time, I started putting up a mediumship booking page, and I still have it to this day. And people can book readings with me to channel departed loved ones or to channel spirit guides, just a medium mediumship reading. Uh, for pay as you wish. There's a suggested price, but people can really pay as they wish. And I make it pay as you wish or with a suggested price because I feel like I'm still developing. But I have some peers who tell me you need to start setting a price because you're ready. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And therein lies the premise of this episode. When to feel ready to put yourself out there as a spiritual, intuitive worker. Unfortunately, there are so many scammers out there, so many people that take advantage 
of people who consume psychic readings and this type of content. And some of those people are actually psychic. We've, uh, there are people who are actually psychic. I, pretty, I, I believe this. There are people who are psychic who pretty much take advantage of that ability. And they use it to prioritize the money they make over the healing people receive. And because people like that exist in this realm of things, I feel like, and I'll, I'll say from my personal perspective, it places me on guard as I put myself out there. Because what if people think I'm a scam? This one person, it's only happened once when someone has posted on one or comments on one of my Instagram posts that you're a scammer and you're doing horrible things. I'm paraphrasing what they said, but they call me a scammer. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them for messaging that. I, I shared a very um, straightforward reply with them about like, well, if this is all a scam, the spiritual stuff. Uh, I think they were more saying that the spiritual stuff, the belief system is a scam, not so much the psychic readings. You know, I'm actually forgetting. But I, I sent a reply that that was kind, but extremely straightforward. <laughs> and at the same time, I can understand why they would comment something like that because there are a lot of people who take advantage. I can't tell you how many times in the recent past I've gotten messages of, can I give you a reading? Can I give you a reading? I felt called to you. Can I give you a reading? Someone, someone messaged me yesterday. Hello, dear. How are you? And I just go, very well. Thank you. Left it at that. The next I'm giving my followers a discounted reading, and I literally replied, I don't follow you with the prayer hands. Just to add some kindness to it. I don't follow you. Prayer hand. And then they said, okay, what kind of reading do you want? Love reading, da-da-da. I didn't read the rest of them. Like, I blocked them. Because when you have people like that, you know, sending messages to, to maybe folks who do not do this kind of work and follow psychics, I don't blame people for feeling a little skeptical about psychics and the psychics they follow. I don't blame them at all. There's a lot of people talking about spells, casting spells. I can cast a spell for you, get your lover back, your ex back. Someone commented on one of my posts that I put up about uh, Dr. So-and-so helped me get my lover back, blah, 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 blah. It was my Lady Gaga post. And when I went to Lady Gaga concert and someone commented about this doctor gave them their ex-lover back somehow through a spell or, or, I don't know, prayer, ritual, I don't know. When you have things like that going on, of course, it's going to, um, it's going to make people have a guard up when they interact with psychics and intuitives. And again, I don't blame them. I was just doing an interview with uh, Brandon Mosley, which will be going up a week from now. And we were talking about skepticism. And I said, a healthy dose of skepticism, in my opinion, is very important when doing this work. Now, as I put myself out there as an intuitive worker, it's not really skepticism that's keeping me back. It's not skepticism about how valid I am or how on point or accurate I am. It's more of a fear. It's more of a shame that I feel. Well, what if I'm wrong? What if all of this I'm making it up? Then I think about it, I'm like, well, I can't be making it up because there are some instances where I've said things that I couldn't possibly know. <laughs> they, I mean, they can't be coincidences. They can't. Okay, let's say that, you know, it's all legit. What if I do get it wrong in one session? Well, 
I've been wrong before, quote unquote wrong. And we can talk about that for a second. When I've gotten something wrong, or at least I thought I did in a session, sometimes that person will message me back after the reading and say, hey, I just realized you were talking about my friend and that you were on point. Or, hey, my friend's grandma just passed and you said that was my grandma, but that's actually their grandma and everything you said was accurate. And other times the person doesn't say anything at all. More often than not, it's either someone telling me that the message from spirit is on point or they tell me that after the reading and a message. It does happen when something just doesn't land and that will happen. When I saw Teresa Caputo, or the times I've seen Teresa Caputo four or five times, she is mostly very accurate in the reading she, she, did, uh, she does live. And it's usually for an hour and a half, two hours. Um, there are some parts of those two hours or the hour, hour and a half where she says something and it doesn't land for the person. But see, we don't see that on TV. We don't see that on television. We just see all the good parts. But in person, I can see that she will say something and it doesn't land for the person in that moment. Maybe it will land for them later. Maybe it won't land for them ever. But that's the, the risk you take when you tap into an in, intuition. Oh my goodness. <laughs> can I say that again and <laughs> do it better this time? That's the risk you take when you tap into intuition. There we go. And that's normal. And I really want that to be normalized because it is the fear of that happening to me that keeps me from putting myself out there. This past week, I went on Instagram Live and I posted it. Um, this is August. Right now, I'm recording this on August 18th. This will go up the week after. But the week of, let's see, the week of August 15th, in case you want to refer back to it, I posted a a recording of an Instagram Live that I had a couple days prior to when I posted it. And I did mediumship readings while I was making lunch. And I thought, let me just do it. I feel like I'm in this mood, in this vibe to do mediumship readings. Let me just do it. I'm really feeling it right now. And I did it, and it was incredible. And I think I read four or five people, and loved ones came through. And one or two out of the five of those people, I think one of them, the soul didn't resonate. The other person they sounded extremely familiar. And there were some things like playing cards that this person used to play with. Um, that was like, oh, that must be them. They used to do playing cards. And then the other three were like on point. I think it was other three more or two more. Maybe it was four or five people, I forget. And then there was one that just blew me away. I was doing a reading for somebody and I told them that their grandmother was coming through, a grandmother energy. And I felt like hands on my back, like the, the pressure of hands being on my back, but very gently. And they told me, yes, I, I tend to feel energy on my back. And I said one or two things about this grandmother energy and it resonated for them. But the last thing I said in that reading on live was that their grandmother is showing me a sliding glass door. And then beyond the sliding glass door is a backyard, but it's a forest. It's a, it's a woodsy area, a lot of trees. And this person said, yes, my backyard is like that. And I told them, there's this other detail about what I'm seeing about your backyard. Now, it doesn't have to be exactly this. It's more, I think, a message of when you look out into your backyard at this beautiful forest and you're thinking of your grandma or she just comes to mind really randomly, know that that is her soul making her presence known or that she is with you when you think of her. 
But I'm going to tell you, I feel like this house that I'm seeing, in case you need to know this, the house itself is elevated. Like I feel like my house is on stilts, so like on the side of a mountain or a hill. So there's my sliding glass door looking out to a forest, and my house is off of the ground level. It is not at the same level as the roots of the tree, or the trees, rather. And they said, oh my gosh, my house, my backyard is exactly like that. My house is exactly like that. And I started freaking out. And they said, I'll send you a picture. I said, yes, please send me a picture. They sent me a picture of their backyard. It was almost exactly like that. I told them there were more, I saw more trees, but whether it's like 200 trees in your backyard or 50, that your house is raised up. It's on, and she told me it's on the side of a mountain. I was freaking out on live and you can see it. You can go back and watch it. I was freaking out and I'm sorry, but number one, I told her that I feel pressure on my back and I feel like someone's putting their hands on my back and it's a lovely feeling, but I feel this presence on my back and the person confirmed, yes, I feel energy that way. And I think there was something else I'm forgetting now, but between that and me seeing this backyard and then she validates that, yes, that's what her backyard looks like. I'm sorry, but there's something really odd about that. If I, I, I just, I, I, it's hard for me to believe that, that a career of, of mediumship should be based on just coincidence like that, because that, that to me, that's more than just coincidence. There's just something to that, something to that. And it's a moment like that that makes me feel like, I should do this more often and I should be putting myself out there as a medium, but I'm just not feeling ready to charge people a full price. And I know it's odd. This may seem very unorthodox for me to share my, my thought process about how I commercialize. I used, I hate to use that word or market, but I mean, that's the reality of it. How to make my intuitive work a business. It may seem unorthodox for me to reveal my thought process with you, the listener, but I'm sorry. I am a big proponent for let's get real, let's get transparent, because the fact of the matter is psychics are making money, period, because they need to make a living. Some of them, that is their only source of income. For others, like myself, it is an additional form of income. I have a full-time job, which is also a reason I'm like, well, I have a full-time job, nine to five. I don't need to make extra money. I would like to, because it would support some parts of my life, and it would also... Um, I mean, forget supporting parts of my life because my full-time job supports my food, my home, my water, my electricity, my heater, my clothes that I buy. But I also need to respect my own time that I devote to people when I do readings with them. And yet there's this part of me that's like, but I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm that good yet. And please know that is very uncomfortable for me to share with you. Because I don't want people, uh, well, I can't tell you what to do. This is not me, by me saying that it's not asking you, the listener, people on Instagram to be like, Juan, I heard you say that you're not good. You think you're not that great enough to, you know, charge. Or Juan, you are so good. I am not fishing for compliments. I'm just trying to get real so you know. <laughs> the goal of this episode is for you to know that I'm trying to be intentional and in how ethical or intentional with the, the ethical approach that I have to this work. Because there are so many people that just do one mediumship class for seven hours, 
and they start putting themselves out there and they charge $150. I haven't seen them, but I'm sure they exist. And I've heard stories. I'll just say that. And there are people who have never done a class or have never practiced with other people. Like for me with tarot cards, I practice with friends before I put myself up on my website as a tarot card reader to book. And I did a few a few tarot card sessions with uh, like uh, with other tarot card readers. We practice on each other. I feel comfortable with the practice I've done with that to put myself out there as a reader. With mediumship, it's another level of connecting where I'm connecting with someone who could be a departed loved one. It could be someone's mother, father, brother, sister, child, pet. I'm going down the whole family tree, you know, grandparents. And it could be somebody that, they were so close to. And for me to bring someone through and not do it justice, it would break my heart. But I also know my intention is good, that my intention is to do the very best that I can to not filter what spirit is coming through with and just relay the message. And when I say that, I think, well, that should be enough for me to put myself out there confidently as a medium. And yet I'm still in this place where I'm, I'm like, Mm, but I need to practice some more. So why am I telling you this? I'll say it again. I want you to have an insider look, so to speak, on what it's like for me to, to contemplate the idea of putting myself out there as a medium for hire, to book an appointment with and pay for a session with. I really, really, really believe, it's my opinion, I'm not saying This should apply to everybody else out there who does mediumship. It's just my opinion, and I could be wrong, and people could disagree. It is my opinion and my belief that when we put ourselves out there as a medium, that we have to be especially careful and especially have have a very special attention to ethics when we charge a certain price or um, the way we promote ourselves and market ourselves or advertise, because this is heavy stuff. Or at least it can be heavy stuff. Sometimes it's very light and airy. depends on who comes through and the message that has to be shared. But most of the times, it's, it's very emotional stuff. And heavy doesn't necessarily have to really mean sad or, or angry. Heavy, just like, it's a very vulnerable thing to put yourself through as a medium and especially vulnerable for the person hearing the messages from their loved ones or the person that they, that they are hearing from. And for that reason, I really feel that when it comes to putting ourselves out there as mediums, especially for the first time, the way I am, there has to be a special attention to ethics and being ethical and especially mindful of how we are treating the energy of our business. It's so important. And I feel like that's not talked about enough, and that's why I'm daring to be vulnerable. (laughs) And listen, I don't really like it, but I know it's important, and that's why I want to do it. That's why I'm talking about this in this episode. That's what I have for you today, but before we go, I did something new. I literally just created it. I pay to create this podcast. I have purchased things to produce it, to record it, and to publish it. 
And as of now, I do pay for a subscription service that allows me to publish this to Spotify, Apple, Google, um, and some other channels. And I do that so that you don't hear ads. And I have no problem paying for that. Uh, and when it comes to the hardware that I use, I would like to get a new microphone. This microphone is giving me some issues, and I hope you're not sensing that in the recording. But I would like to update my microphone. So what I'm doing, and this, please know, I don't feel totally comfortable doing this, but I know that there are people that love this podcast a lot and would be comfortable donating something to, to support this podcast. I created a Buy Me a Coffee page, which is directly inspired by Hannah McIntyre of Mediumship Matters. She created one, and I thought it was a really great idea after a friend reminded me of that platform. So it took two people to maybe think, oh, maybe I should make one too. And it took me a while. But I created a Buy Me a Coffee page, and every donation on that page will go straight to paying for the subscription service to publish this podcast and or hardware and software to make this podcast possible, whether it's my microphone, maybe it's headphones. So please know I'm being really honest here and I'm promising you that every penny that is dedicated to that page will go straight to making this podcast possible. I will not use it to buy a candy bar. I will not actually use it to buy coffee. I will not. I will not use it to save up some money to buy, I don't know, uh, the next iPhone. Nope. Every dollar, every euro, whatever your currency is, will go straight to supporting this podcast, whether it's a subscription service for the podcast host that I use or the hardware and the software. So the URL address for that is buymeacoffee.com slash Juan Third Eye. And I will link that in the show notes or the episode description. And as always, please leave a review for this podcast if you enjoy it. If you have topics you want me to talk about, please DM me on Instagram or send me an email through my website, thirdeyesight.media. I have quite a few topics to talk about in the next few months, and I'm excited to talk about them. Just got to do some research first. But please always feel free to ask me questions you want to be answered on the podcast or give topic ideas that you want me to bring up for a future episode. With that, I leave you to a wonderful, beautiful day and be kind to yourself. Thanks. Thanks.